Hey, what's up, stay tuners? It's your good friend Jimbo here, letting you know that today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. I recently joined as a member, and you can too. Apply today and let them know that you heard it from Stay Tuned Sports and you start earning today. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And hello there, all you Stay Tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here. A little bit later than normal. Uh, I was feeling a little under the weather yesterday. Had no voice, which maybe some of you guys would have chosen to have that. <laughs> um, still don't really have a voice that much, but feel a little bit better. But um, lots to talk about today. Oh, and by the way, happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Mr. Bobby Bonilla, the New York Mets, getting paid his annual... One million dollars, one point whatever it is, of the deferred money that he signed back in 2005, I believe it was. Um, yeah, he's re- he's gonna receive that for another 11 years. 2032, I saw, uh, is when the last payment happens. But um, it's it's just interesting that something like that. Is like a, a celebration every year. I mean, I look at Chris Davis for the Orioles. I mean, we're still going to be paying him deferred money for well after his his career is over, which it may be over anyways because he's out for this year. But um, <clears throat> before we get into the show, head over to staytunesports.net so you can follow our, all of our social media accounts. Uh, they're all on the right hand side. There are our, our Twitter, our Facebook. Like, share them, do whatever you got to do. Subscribe to YouTube. Um, up top is our merch tab. Uh, I'm going to be working on the, the 4th of July thing I was talking about last week. Um, going to work on that this weekend since I'll have some free time. I'm off Monday. And also head over to www.buymeacoffee.com slash stsports in case you want to help support the show in a different way. Um, a lot of the podcasts that are part of that uh, buy me a coffee have it's up to you make a donation to them and it comes across as a coffee well I'm a sports nut so I'd rather a beer you know like you know like I said last week I like to have beer and wings with my foot you know my football so that's just another way you could help show me your your support for a show which I much appreciate it on top of listening to me um, but we have um a lot of good topics today. One I'm actually really happy about. Uh, the NFL has rescinded the one helmet rule, even though we won't see the change until next season, uh, 2022 season. And on my Facebook page, my personal one, uh, a couple days ago, popped up the anniversary of Derek Thomas breaking the single game sack record of seven sacks in a game and it got me thinking what other records out there 
that will never be broken or most likely won't be broken and so I, I did some searching so I got some some records here I got about 10 of them there might be a couple I think can be broken and some that just won't be touched because of um, the era that we live in now so uh, but like always want to give a recap of the stay tuned sports podcast truck series uh, from this past Friday um, Ben Izinga was leading uh, you know much of the beginning and some reason to start fade away about halfway through the race um, our STS truck James Lorello um, had a drive-through penalty but in a way kind of kind of did like the bucket challenge in a way he ended up in the, in the back of the line uh, because of the penalty but ended up working up to third place the person that actually did win the buck kicker challenge was JT Pool, and you know again the buck kicker challenge is whoever wins the poll has the choice to either start in the back of the pack and work his way up all the way through the the pack and I believe the pool now is going to be up to $60 because uh, JT did not win it uh, did not win the race and I believe that's what the, the rules are right now. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, I'll talk about JT pulling here in a second. But uh, so he, he, he took the buck kicker challenge. He got up to second. And pretty much the last quarter, maybe a little bit more, more of the, the race was the JT pool Andrew Himmelman show. Um, they just, I think at one point, uh, James was like seven seconds behind first place and JT was like a half second or so behind Andrew um, but as far as the butt kicker challenge with him he just lost it and hit the wall on lap 27 uh, with 27 laps left to go and then with four to go he got, got himself back up there somehow with four to go he ran out of fuel um, just a amazing race by him to, to work his way all the way up there and then just kind of miscalculate I guess in a way or just took the gamble and didn't pay off this time but like I was talking about Andrew Himmelman and I, I want to put out there that I did not say his name at all during the race because I'm the, 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 the kiss of death when it comes to these racers it seems like and I'm surprised they're not telling me you know Shut up! Stop talking about us. Uh, you know, in the chat on the the, the show. <clears throat> but Andrew Hillman, he, he uh, like I said, one by seven seconds. I mean, just total domination. Um, at one point, like he was seven seconds ahead of James Lorello, like I said before. And this is his second win of the season. And I, I gotta say, you know, going into the season, he was one of my uh, dark horses, if you know, I'll call it that, going into the season because toward the end of the season last year, it seemed like he just started clicking. Everything started clicking for him. Um, missed the the chase last year by I forget how many points, but he was pretty close. And now this year he's got two wins. Seems like he's always up there. And 
even on the Thursday night uh, Super Speedway series that they they run, he's always up there. So it's definitely a a young racer to keep an eye on if you're looking for a, a, a racer to, to root for. Um, they're, they're off this week. They're off t- uh, tomorrow night if you're listening tonight, Thursday night. But they are back next week at the Twin Ring Motege. Hope I said that right. Um, and from what I'm hearing from the guys, it should be another interesting race with only only a couple races left before the chase kicks in. Uh, we have a couple people already eliminated and one racer who actually is locked into the playoffs is eliminated because he didn't hit the the requirements uh, of races. He's supposed to race 10 out of at least 10 out of 13 races, regular season races and does not look like um, he's going to hit that. I, I I forget which one it is, which racer it was. But make sure you guys next week tune into the Stay Tuned Sports Podcast Truck Series over on YouTube. 3Y TV, Peter Short, Andrew Eisman. I may be biased here because you know we're sponsoring the, the truck series this this season, but probably the best duo out there for commentating like I, I wish if these guys were actually commentating for NASCAR I'd probably be more into NASCAR because they, they make it enjoyable it's not so um, so serious you know there's there's times where they like to, to joke around and when there's a, a weird wreck Peter pretty much loses it and goes silent for a while but you know he comes back but so make sure you guys tune in next Friday 9 o'clock over on YouTube 3Y TV for the, the stay tuned sports Ports podcast truck series. Yay! So this past week, NFL, <coughs> sorry, NFL uh, rescinded the the one helmet rule. Me as a Eagles fan, we've been waiting for this for years now. Probably ever since they they implemented this stupid rule. Um, and to hear the the real reason why they implemented it was well, just freaking stupid. But um. It is interesting though that it got rescinded this year because I have like a little conspiracy theory about this. The past few years, the Eagles are the ones that have been trying to push to rescind the one helmet rule. Well, NFL kept turning, you know, turning it down, saying no, we're keeping it, we're keeping it. Well, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were the ones the past two years um, pushing for it to have the rule rescinded. And I'm just gonna come out and say it. I only I think the only reason why the NFL rescinded the rule is because Tom Brady is on Tampa Bay. Think about it. You know, it's, it's, the last time the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wore their orange creamsicle type uniforms was 2012, which was the year before the rule got put in. Tom Brady goes to Tampa Bay. And in one year, wins the Super Bowl. He's back with Tampa Bay. Why wouldn't you want to see Tom Brady in a throwback Tampa Bay Buccaneers jersey? Um, now that's my, you know my conspiracy theory, but the reason why the NFL went with one helmet 
was they felt like one helmet wouldn't be broken in as much as the other because you know you're not gonna work, you're not, you're not gonna flip flop every week. You know maybe once or twice a, a year you may uh, flip flop. It's freaking stupid. You know like I understand you're you're worried about head uh, concussions and stuff like that, but you're not gonna be. You know here here's another thing I just thought of too is like okay you know you're trying to break them in. Well, if you know you're going to the alternate helmet, why can't you just pop out the the, the pads that are in the, the the original helmet and flip flop them there? They're only button in. I mean, how many times have we seen a really nasty hit where the earpiece from inside the helmet comes flying out? You know, like when I heard that rule, I'm like, that was just just stupid. Um, but as far as the rule. Under the new rule, teams obviously are going to be able to add a second helmet in not this season, next season, the 2022 season. Um, also, this opens the door for any teams that don't have a throwback jersey. Um, my question is, how are the Washington football team going to do a, a throwback jersey or you know, what type of alternate jersey are they going to be able to come up with? I've always felt this rule stupid. Like I said, you know, a couple times already. You think about as far as a, a, a merchandise standpoint. Just us Eagles fans in general. You talk to any Eagles fan. We've all loved the Kelly Green. You know, LaShawn McCoy. Kelly Green jersey or a Devontae Smith Kelly Green jersey. You you when this this rule kicks in, I bet you any money you're gonna see a lot more Kelly Green in the stands over the normal Philadelphia Eagles jersey. The I forget what kind of green they call, it, but it's not Kelly Green. It's like a midnight green or something, uh, or even over over the white jerseys. Kelly Green has always been our, our favorite. And some other jerseys, that throwback jersey that I think I'm going to kind of like, I kind of forgot about, was definitely the Denver Broncos. The, the baby blue helmets are going to be able to come back. Um, as much as I don't like the Patriots, you're going to be able to bring back the Patriot Pat or whatever they, they called his name. Um, the only one out there that they talked about was with the Bengals, the possible alternate for them is and they had a picture of like Joe Burrow and they photoshopped this jer- the jersey and the helmet over a white jersey with the black leopard, you know lines or whatever, like it looks so stupid I'm like, no what would be really cool you know, they, they did away with the, the color rush a couple of years ago, why not make Thursday, like a Thursday throwback night Every Thursday game will be an alternate or a throwback jersey. I think that would be a perfect marketing um, idea for the NFL to do. But, like I said, I think this all has to do with Tom Brady. NFL pretty much runs through Tom Brady. You know, the flake gate, all that, all the 
the, the Patriots cheating and everything, what was what was the worst thing that happened to Tom Brady through all that? Did he even get a fine? You know, like he should have been suspended. Rules are rules, just like in baseball. If you're using sticky stuff, and it happened, you know, it happened that uh, the Seattle Mar- Mariner guy got suspended the, the ten games because he had sticky stuff in his glove. So I'm glad the, the alternate helmet's coming back. We're gonna be able to do something cool. I know it's been a few years since I bought a jersey, but it looks like I'll be buying a, a Kelly Green Devonte Smith jersey. So I can't wait for that. And I bet my wife is not going to be happy about that at all. This past week was the um, Derek Lewis seven sacks in one game. You know, memory popped up on my Facebook. And I still remember watching that game. I mean, he was just a beast. You know, it's a shame he passed away. You know, so young after that car crash. But you know, it got me thinking. I'm like, you know, what what sports records out there like the seven sacks in a game? Because I, I don't think that'll ever be broken again. Maybe, and there's really only one, maybe two defensive players I could see breaking that. And that's Khalil Mack. Because he strikes me as a Derek Lewis, or um, the Cleveland Browns guy, Jesus Christ, Miles Garrett. Um, just because, I mean, that the, the players around him, around Miles Garrett, will help him. Will take some of the pressure off the double teams and all that. But it's still going to be tough. It's still going to be hard to, to get seven sacks a game. But I did find this article. That had the top 10 records that will never be broken. Um, not going to read them all off to you. Just going to talk about a couple of them that I think will never be broken just because of the era we live in. Obviously, you know, as an Orioles fan, I got to throw out there Cal Ripken. You know, Cal Ripken's consecutive games played. It ended in 98, 2,632 consecutive games. I mean, there's not much you get, you really got to say. I mean, you look at baseball nowadays, or anything in sports, it's all about load management. You could be healthy, but coach says, nope, you, you need a rest. You know, Cal Ripken, no matter how sick he was or how hurt he was, he did this over 16 years. Some of these players nowadays go five, six days, and then they got to take a, a day off. And to put it in uh, perspective, the the player that has that, that's active now, who's the next closest to beat that record, is Shogo Akamiya with 739 games. Okay, so he's already a few years in, and just again, I just don't see no baseball player ever breaking this this. Uh, record ever and to kind of stick with consecutive games you look at Brett Favre he's got 297 consecutive games played just you know if, if I want to compare which one is less likely to be broken 
it's gotta be Favre because you play 16 games compared to 162 in baseball and, and to kind of top on like to kind of take a step back here about baseball it, it, with the talk about possibly shortening the season because it's a long season it's gonna make it even harder to break Cal Ripken's record but let's not forget about Brett Favre though because he played the night after his father passed away and we, we all knew how close his father was because every year you know they, they, they would on camera show each other before a game this and that the other thing and not only did he play I mean he lit it up he lit it up you know he passed for like 400 yards he had a, a perfect quarterback rating and that's playoff games too you look at the NFL now with how more physical it is compared to when Favre played. Now I know it's only been 10, maybe 12 years since Favre played. But the players are faster, they're bigger, they're stronger. It's going to be very hard to stay healthy for that many games, that many seasons. Okay? So when it comes to consecutive games, that is the record I think is going to be the hardest to break. This other one, speaking of, of baseball with load management, this one, maybe in another universe, may get broken, but Cy Young's 749 completed games and 511 wins. To put it in perspective, basically... Cy Young pitched like every other day, okay? Whereas now, most baseball teams have four or five starting rotations. It'll take you take pitchers years, even if they do a perfect season and, and have 20 to uh, 22 wins a season. <clears throat> as a rookie, start off as a rookie, say. It's going to take... 30 years, 40 years a career to, to come close to that wins total. And as far as completed games, just stop talking about it. I mean, how many completed games do you see a year anymore now? You know, 15, 20 years ago, you know, the Kurt Schillings, the Roger Clemens, Pedro Martinez, they were bulls. They, they, if they had, even if it was a, a 2 nothing lead, they wouldn't get pulled. Cy Young pitched in an era where there were no relief pitchers. There were no closers. There was you, and that was it. Now you got setup men, you got relief pitchers, you got closers. You got some teams starting the game off with closers. Another baseball one. Now, this, this baseball one, I mean, I think at some point, Joe DiMaggio's 56 game hit streak will be broken just because the league is favoring more offense than the pitching okay especially with all, all the, the whole sticky stuff going on um, talk of messing around with the, the pitcher's mound to help batters so I do think at some point, maybe not 
this year, maybe not next year, but at some point, I think you're going to see Joe DiMaggio's record be broken. And Pete Rose was the closest one to come to it with a 44-game win streak back in 78. Speaking of Pete Rose, even his record, I think at some point, can be broken. Because here's the thing. So he ended his career with 4,000 hits, 4,256 hits, okay? Albert Pujols is the next closest active player, roughly about 1,000 hits behind him. Pujols has gotten hurt a lot over his career. If he could have stayed healthy, possibly he could have he could have broke it. Um, I think you know these young batters coming up now. Uh, you know Guerrero, um, the kid from the Padres. It's very likely, I think, that Pete Rose's record will be broken within the next twenty years. Because obviously, it's going to take some time to get up to the, those those stats for these young guys, especially just starting out. But I, I think that one is definitely going to be one that will be uh, broken at some point. And now, I, I know we don't cover that much basketball, but this one here, I, I, I cannot see being broken. That's the Boston Celtics' eight consecutive NBA titles. You just look at how the how any of the sports are really. I mean, NBA, MLB, NFL. The salary cap pretty much shoots down any chance of doing repeats of that long. Can they do back to backs? Yeah. Can they do three peats? Possibly. But four peats, I, I I don't think you're going to see that anytime anymore. In, in any league you know NHL football basketball I mean basketball would be the only sport I could see it happening in but the the Boston Celtics record I think is is safe um, and I, I don't think any NBA team is gonna break that record one last record that has been coming close recently past few years is the 72 Dolphins perfect season that one you will see be broken because especially now with the league adding an extra game they can come in second place now so I think you're going to see that over the next five years a team going undefeated and taking over Miami Dolphins number one spot So I know I'm a little bit behind on this, but the NFL Stanley Cup series started uh, this past Wednesday. And as of the recording tonight, Thursday, Tampa Bay is up 2-0. I know every season I try to give my picks before the, the series starts. Uh, Tampa Bay is the reigning champs from last season. And the Montreal Canadiens are playing them, which is very interesting because... Last time any Canadian team won the Stanley Cup was 1993 by the Canadians. So you're looking at what 28 years of no Stanley Cup in Canada. 
here's some of my, my takes away from both teams before I get my pick. Um, Canadians got on a really, really good hot streak early on in the playoffs. They went on like a 7 or 10 game win streak after being down like 2 or 3 0 uh, in the first round. My only concern with them is they have no Stanley Cup experience, obviously. You know, their average age is 28. Because, again, I, I age to me is a big thing. If you got a bunch of 19-year-olds, I think that would be dangerous. Because they're out there having fun. They're not expected to win, so they don't have all that pressure. You know, but without the experience and being 28 might be a little bit of a setback for them. As far as the Lightning, I thought, honestly, I thought the Lightning were older until I looked up their average age. I was surprised, but they're also, their average age is 28. Obviously, has a Stanley Cup experience. They did have a tough series against the Islanders. It took them a while, took them all seven games to put them away. And now the question is, who has some gas left in the tank? Because Canadians went on that hot streak. Did they go on it too early? Tampa Bay, how much did the Islanders take out of them? And, you know, we kind of saw that um, last season with the, the Flyers. When they ran into the Islanders, they just, you could see they, they sucked the life out of the Flyers. Even though we probably didn't deserve to be in the playoffs, but that's what the Islanders do. Um, I'm big on experience. So I'm, even though it's already 2-0 Tampa Bay, I'm not picking them because of this. I was going to pick Tampa Bay in the beginning. Uh, but I got Tampa Bay winning the, the Stanley Cup. I'm hoping Montreal puts up a fight and it's not a, a clean sweep, a 4-0 sweep. But I just think the, the inexperience of the Canadians is going to show up in this uh, series. And that segment actually was our NHL Stanley Cup Playoffs Pick'em segment, which is sponsored by BetAngles, live scores, odds, and the best expert picks every day. Start winning today at BetAngles.com. And don't forget, the first week, they're running a special. The first week is $4.99, and then after that is $9.99. So make sure you guys head over there, sign up to them, and... Uh, Maybe, you know, maybe you could do some live bets for uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs, too. So I think that's going to be it for us this week. Um, like I said, I'm sorry that, you know, the episode came out a little bit later than normal, but next week we'll be back on schedule. Um, head over to staytunesports.net so that way you can follow all our social media accounts on the right-hand side. Um, slowly getting to setting up for the, the live video stuff. Also going to be working on a mailbag, so that way if you guys want to call in for comments or questions, I could put you guys on the show and answer your questions as you uh, as you answer them or you know make your comment. Also, head over to www.buymeacoffee.com/stsports and show your support over there. Even you know, even if you could, even if you could say a, a high or something, I'm not too sure if you could do that or if it's just a, you know, buy me a beer thing. But I, I would appreciate it. So till next week, this is your good friend Jimbo signing out.